Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome into Brewcast from Maze and Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. Luke Yardy here along with Scotty White is here. We're, we're here with you on Monday, January 16th, headed into Tuesday, January 17th. And uh, a, a bit of news came down the pipeline a little earlier today, uh, a couple hours ago, as we record this one. And uh, it, it was it was breaking news and it wasn't from uh, Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network It you know, it was uh, not any of the big-time college football writers, but it was Michigan's own president, Santa Ono, with a, a breaking scoop here today, Scotty, that Jim Harbaugh's coming back, man. So uh, we got a lot to get to here today, uh, and this is going to be a fun conversation. I think a lot of layers to peel back as well. What you up to, man? How you doing today? I'm doing great now that we've got this news. Um, yeah, dude, I think, you know, Santa knew that we had broadcast tonight and he didn't want to delay the news <laughs> and, and make it so we didn't get to talk about it. So he dropped it today. Um, and yeah, I mean, like we've been talking about, we haven't been super worried about Harbaugh leaving. And, and really for me, once Corum announced that he was coming back, that's kind of when I was like, okay, I think it, I think that I'm feeling pretty safe. But to have it over with, you know, it's always a big relief. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling great. And, you know, this whole off season going into 2023, it's like a puzzle. There's so many pieces that go into it. And Jim Harbaugh coming back was the last piece that we needed for the full on hype train to be coming through Ann Arbor heading into 2023. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny because we got so many other announcements, you know, yesterday, Zach Zinter announced that, that he's coming back. We got Trevor Keegan, uh, Chris Jenkins announced today you know that he's coming back but all of this stuff is being dwarfed by the news obviously of Jim Harbaugh uh, returning and we'll touch on the other stuff a little bit later like you said I was personally never concerned we never gave it a lot of time uh, here on the show it it seems like every year it is a thing that Mm -hmm. the NFL writers really want to happen for some I think there's a thing there with the NFL writers right that they got it so wrong when he first took the Michigan job, right? Mm -hmm. And they were so stunned 
that a guy with multiple NFL head coaching offers on the table would go back to college. I almost feel like they felt slighted about it, you know, and they've been trying to influence this or, or try to make it something each and every year that Jim Harbaugh has been here outside of 2020. And even then there were some things, if Michigan's fire or Michigan fires, Jim Harbaugh, will he return to the NFL? Things like that, you know? Right. Um, so outside of that, I never fully believed it, but once like John U Bacon was like, yeah, there might be some smoke here, some things right. going on with the NCAA. And when that came to light and how ridiculous it was, um, everything made a little more sense, but there was never, I don't think any danger necessarily of him leaving under these current conditions. Uh, and we'll talk about it here. Maybe if Mark Schlissel is still the president, maybe right. we're, we're talking about a different story here. Uh, but it, for the most part, I was never really concerned. I fully, cause here, here's the thing about Jim Harbaugh and we touched this on, on this a few episodes ago, Scotty. If there is one thing that Jim Harbaugh is not, it's a liar. You right. know what I'm saying? Like like his word, he did uh, renege on it a little bit, though, uh, in the sense that he said last year that this is not going to be an every year thing. He did have the Zoom interview with the Broncos, yeah. or at least that's kind of what we're told. Outside of that, he's been very straightforward every time last year. He told all of his coaching staff, he told potential recruits, he told his players, he was going to entertain uh, a chance to go back to the NFL last year. Didn't work out. He said, he's coming back. I mean, he he's never been one to lie. He's, he's quirky. He's abrasive at times, but one thing he's not, he's not a guy that really goes back on his word. That's why I was never really fully concerned that he was going to be leaving Michigan. Yeah, and I I saw a story uh, either earlier today or last night, and it, and it was Donovan Edwards, and he was saying the exact same thing. He was like, and this was obviously before the news dropped. Um, it was Edwards saying like he told us before the TCU game that he's coming back. Like he doesn't go back on his word, so it it doesn't sound like the players were ever really that concerned about it either. Um, and yeah, you know he he did say last year that you know this wouldn't happen again, um, and I don't think that this year was. Like last year, I mean, like we we thought he was gone. Like I I really thought that that it could be the end last year. But you know, like we kind of talked about last week, this this seemed more like negotiation tactics. Obviously, the conversations with NFL teams happened, but you know, it just seemed like you know he's he's won back to back Big Ten championships and and two college football playoff appearances. You know, like he, he is due for a pay raise, um, and it it seemed like that's kind of what he was going for. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be definitely interested next season to see if this is, cause I, I, I'll tell you what, I was never that worried, but it's, it's still not fun. You know, like I, I'm hoping that this really does not become an, an every year thing where the month of January is spent with us worried about Jim Harbaugh leaving. Well, Ian Rappaport is going to report that, uh, there's interest for Jim Harbaugh. Oh, yeah. There's mutual interest right. every single year, no matter what. Every single so, year. It's so we, I mean, that, that's just, that's just the, the way that it's going to go down. Uh, I do think there, there is uh, a couple of layers here, though, because you talked about negotiating tactics. Now, uh, on that front, as of this recording, I have not heard anything with, with a reworked deal or an extension or anything like that. So as of now, I am just under the presumption that Jim Harbaugh is coming back under the terms 
that he agreed to last year with it, with his restructured deal and his extension. So, uh, and we'll see what happens. I, you know, you, you mentioned to me early Scotty that you kind of talked about it. He deserves to be the highest paid coach in the big 10, in my opinion. Um, You know, and and we'll see if that happens, particularly with Santa Ono now uh, kind of spearheading this whole thing. And that's really what I want to get into because I found this, incredibly interesting and many people pointed it out it, it you know I, i'm not sherlock holmes here reading between the lines and and figuring all this out but w- when you take a look at both statements that were made first from uh santa ono said quote i just got off the phone with coach arbaugh and jim shared with me the great news that he is going to remain as the head coach of the michigan wolverines that is fantastic news that i have communicated to our athletic director, Ward Manuel, go blue. That was uh, followed up by the Michigan football Twitter account, tweeting out a statement from Jim Harbaugh in the graphic saying, quote, I love the relationships that I have at Michigan. Coaches, staff, families, administration, President Santa Ono, and especially the players and their families. My heart is at the University of Michigan. I once heard a wise man say, don't try to out happy, happy, go blue, end quote. So two things jump out at me, Scotty, as I'm sure they did yep. you, and as I'm sure they did every single listener that read the statement. The first in Santa Ono's statement was that Santa Ono communicated to Ward Manuel that Jim Harbaugh was coming back to remain as the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines. Not that Ward, the athletic director, whose job this is, told President Ono this, or that Harbaugh told Ward or anything like that. This was direct communication from the president and Jim Harbaugh, and they informed Ward. That is just a major, major thing that jumped out at me. Oh, yeah, dude. That, like, Luke, I've never seen that before. Like, when I first went on Twitter and I saw Santa Ono is the one that tweeted it and he's the one that told Ward, like, I'm not going to lie. Like I froze for a second. Like I was like, I've, I've literally never seen a a coach saying that they're coming back done this way. And especially it's so weird. Like having like Mark Schlissel was the, he was not involved in, I did not like, you don't see him like tweeting about sports, like really going to that many events. Like he just did not seem involved at all. And it seems like Santa Ono did all of the work it seems like to get Harbaugh back and yeah I mean it is it's really no secret at this point that that Jim Harbaugh and Ward Manuel do not have the greatest relationship um it definitely sounds like there's been some some disagreements throughout this whole process between them um but dude uh, huge kudos to Santa because it seems like it seems like he may have saved the day um but yeah I was I was expecting to you know when I when I, I was out when I first heard the news and uh, my friend just texted me about it and I was expecting to hop on and see like oh Harbaugh agrees to to this amount um but yeah like like you said as of as of this conversation right now we have not heard anything like that um I wouldn't be I mean especially that Ward Manuel didn't even know about it until Santa Ono told him I I, I suppose there still maybe could be some negotiating going on and it's kind of a okay, I know I'm coming back. I want to put an end to this. We haven't reached a deal yet, but I will say I'm coming back. I I wouldn't be surprised if there's something like that. Um, Just because, I mean, 
like you said, he, he deserves to be the highest coach in the conference at least. Um, so we'll see. Uh, maybe there's some more to come from that, but I, I, I really, I, I, I hope honestly, because I, I want Harbaugh to stay for as long as possible. And uh, eventually they're going to have to bump that pay up for sure. Yeah. And, and you mentioned kind of the bad blood. There was a pretty glaring omission from Jim Harbaugh there uh, as he named president Ono by name, but uh, pretty uh, in bold letters, we'll, we'll, we'll say did not name Ward Manuel yeah. in his statement. Yeah. Um, but for, I mean, for, for the school's president to kind of spearhead this, to take it on, like if you're Ward Manuel, I don't know. I, I mean, it feels like the writing is on the wall here from my perspective. You know, we'll see, I suppose. But I don't, I mean, I, I don't feel if you're going percentage-wise, I don't feel like Ward Manuel's job security is exactly 100%. Yeah, it is not at all. Um, personally, I, I've been pretty frustrated with the work that he has I, done. I agree. <laughs> and, and this is not the only thing. It, it's not just the Jim yeah, Arbaugh no. thing. And uh, for, from people that I've talked about, uh, the, the Eric Bakich, uh situation, Mm-hmm. It sounds like maybe uh, let John Beeline slip yep. through his fingers a- as well uh, from from people in the know that that you've kind of heard from. So uh, this this isn't the 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 first kind of situation here. And then with the new president, there's no there's not exactly any loyalty uh, from Santa Ono to Ward Manuel. Yeah, no, and 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 you know you can see that Santa Ono really cares, and I think that he really understands how much sports plays an influence on the entire university, especially football, especially at a school like Michigan that has a program like the university of Michigan's football program. Um, so I'm not going to lie to you. I would not be surprised at all. If, if Ward Manuel's days at, at U of M are coming to an end. And, and to be honest with you, I, I, I kind of hope that they are because the, I, I mean, I heard some, some rumors of some low ball offers to Harbaugh this, and it's just like, why? I mean, Pay the dude what he deserves. Make the I, man the highest paid coach right, in the like, Big Ten. There's, it. it's not even, it's there's not even a question about it. Yeah, I mean, if Michigan has the money, there, there is no right. secret about that. Like, I, I just don't get it, honestly. No, it it makes absolutely no sense, and I don't understand the game of chicken I, yeah. and the NCAA violations. I mean. Good yeah. God, the guy, he bought the kid a hamburger and he told the NCAA to pack sand. That's what everyone should do. The NCAA is cops. You don't talk to cops. That's, that's right. rule number one. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist, and if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, and it sounds like... Uh, Ward Manuel just wasn't. He didn't have his coach's back on that, and like I don't, I just, I yeah, don't. That, that feels that. slimy to me, man. To it be does. honest with you, and so I don't blame Harbaugh at all for having bad blood with Manuel. I mean, it sounds like he's not giving him anything to work with. So, yeah, I, I, I that's definitely something to keep an eye on. I, I, I really don't expect him to be around at Michigan for that much longer. No, no. Uh, to be quite honest with you, I would be. Uh, rather surprised it does feel like the writing yeah. is on the wall and maybe it's a, it's a mutual thing too you know maybe this is i because if you're ward manual too right like you feel like the 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 president of the university went over your head mm-hmm. on this you know like like if that were me i i probably personally wouldn't want to to work in that environment so that that could yeah. be the case too that that he feels like, all right, you guys can do this without me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go find another job, you know, or mm-hmm. or whatever. But I mean, a lot of layers uh, for for what we saw today. But it, it feels so middle schooly, man. Like, yeah. like just get it done. Be adults. Walk into the room. Make the guy who's won back to back Big Ten championships and lost one game over the last two years with a bunch returning for 2023 and a legit shot at a national championship. Give him what he wants. Give him $10 million a year. Let's move on. Let's go try and win an Addy. Yeah. And uh, so you you bring up a good point there. This is going to be the most hype around the team since Harbaugh's gotten here, a, a loaded roster in 2023. What does Michigan have to do, in your opinion, with all that talent and all the hype to have a successful season? Is it is it national championship or bust next year? I think it's at minimum win a semifinal game. Yeah. Right. I I agree. Because I mean, I almost feel like it didn't, the TCU loss didn't fully taint the season for me by any stretch, Mm -hmm. but it's still like left a sour taste in my mouth, you know, whereas uh, we talked about it the year before the Georgia game. I didn't have that man. Uh, 2021 was an amazing ride. Right. Yeah. As was 2022. There's obviously no question about that. Went to Columbus and won, but it, it felt that loss felt way different than, oh, than the yeah. Georgia loss the, the year prior. So given what's coming back, given you're, you're going to have JJ McCarthy coming off a full year starting, he's going to be a junior. He's got pretty much his entire offensive line returning, mind yeah. you, and like three transfers that could absolutely start up front uh, to go along with, with, with some transfers on the other side of the ball Uh, cornerback, obviously still a question mark right now, but that's really the only question mark CJ's returning. Um, You're going to have a Roman Wilson. You're going to have Roman Wilson back. Uh, We're, we're going to see where they go. Colston Loveland. He showed, you know, showed to be a a true gem as a freshman added as did a couple other guys, Derek Moore and Mason Graham, obviously like, like this is as loaded a roster as Michigan has had since, I don't know, 2006. Like, you think of 2007 and the hype they had. That hype was really surrounding Chad Henney, um, Jake Long, and Mike Hart, right? Like, Mm -hmm. they lost a bunch of dudes on the other side of the football, like Lamar Woodley and guys like that, the real leaders on that side. 
Whereas Michigan is returning those guys and they've got guys that contributed very young that have a full year under their belt going into next year that are only going to get better. Like obviously, you know, it's going to hurt losing Mike Morris and Ayabioki and Mozzie Smith, but they got guys ready to go on that side of the football as well. You've got Jesse Minter returning. So the scheme is going to stay the same, you know, that you're just going to hit the off season with with the ground running. I I haven't heard of any other coaching staff changes really. So this is, I mean, I mean, full on, man. This is this is as good as it gets, to be quite honest with yeah. you, going into next year. Like they should, in my personal opinion, I think they should be receiving as as much hype as Ohio State did coming into this year. Uh, well, ultimately, it didn't. It, it wasn't as good for the Buckeyes, but they did. You know, make this college football playoff, almost won the semifinal game. Uh, they just didn't have it on the other side of the football at the end of the day. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, this off season so far obviously like coaching changes could still happen losing coordinators but you think about going into this season and Michigan lost so much from that 2021 team lost both coordinators Um, and it was like you know favorable schedule still a lot of talent Uh, but now I mean think about all all of these players that could have gone to the draft and are coming back I mean like you said, lost a few on on the defensive side of the ball, but I mean, I I did not. I mean, obviously, I thought Corum was going 100. percent So right. that right there, um, I, I just could not have imagined all of these players coming back. And and also, you know, every year there's always a couple young young freshmen that come in and and make make an appearance and you know make a name for themselves. Obviously, Will Johnson this year um, and Graham on the defense. Um, so hopefully we get a couple guys like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are, are really, like you said, not many question marks on that team next year. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that next step for Michigan to take is definitely getting the bowl game bugaboo fixed. Um, right. obviously it's been since Harbaugh's first year. Um, so definitely gotta, gotta find a way. Obviously there's, there's a chance that you run into, you know, an unstoppable Georgia, esque team in, in the national championship or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I would quite say not winning the national championship would be a disappointing season, but yeah, I mean that TCU loss, like you said, it's, it's a sour taste. And I think that's the next step for Michigan, but also they, they, that's a very real possibility to win a national championship next year. They, they, they've got the talent and they've got the coaching. But, but again, I, I think major advantage for Michigan here is the fact that pretty much all the top teams are losing their quarterbacks. Alabama's losing Bryce Young. Georgia's losing Stetson Bennett. And came down to the wire, but Ohio State is losing C.J. Stroud. They're going to have a first-year starter going, and they got to come to Ann Arbor next year. Yeah, And Michigan's got a proven dude at that position. And he really started to come on at the end of the year. I know he had a couple of bad picks against TCU, but look at the rest of the game that JJ had. Like he really started to come on that Ohio state game, Purdue and, and TCU. And again, going to have the offensive line going to have the best running back room in the country between Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards going to have a really good receiver room. Still got great tight ends. I mean that the offense is going to be loaded. Defense is going to be just fine. I think there's going to be opportunities for some high guys that didn't get a chance to play. You know, Keon uh, Sab comes to mind a yep, little definitely. bit uh, as he flipped from Clemson uh, last year. Didn't get didn't get too many opportunities, but going to have opportunities. And still, you got Will Johnson, freshman yep. All American, and then you still got Mikey coming back, man. 
dude, it is, it's going to be, I mean, just the the thing for me that scares me is I, I think about some of the best Michigan teams in basketball and, uh, and football. And obviously we had, um, you know, in the 2020 Big Ten Championship basketball season, and then right before the tournament, Livers gets injured, and this year, Corum yeah. gets well, injured. And, and that's it, the, yeah, injuries can happen. I mean, it, right. it, it pretty much at the end of the day, you know, uh, missing Blake Corum hurt, you know, exactly. especially yeah. especially in the way that TCU played. That is right. a guy that can that's shifty enough to make guys miss. Not saying Donovan Edwards can't, but Blake Corum just does it a little bit differently. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And having that one-two punch, particularly in that game, hey, maybe, you, you know, and and I'm not blaming the guy, but maybe you don't give it to, to Khalil Mullins at, at the one-yard line after an overturn touchdown when you've got those two guys, you know? Exactly, yeah. I mean, dude, I mean, he was he was the offense last year. and Not having him in, in the playoff, it, it certainly hurts. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if this team stays healthy, and, and especially looking at the schedule again, it's we're going to hear about it from from our rivals, but that non-conference schedule is extremely easy. Um, and Ohio State comes to Ann Arbor. Honestly, at, at this point, I I feel a little bit more concerned for going on the road to Penn State. than I yeah, State I was just going to state it. I think I think Penn State's going to be really freaking good this year. Yeah, they've got they've got a lot of talent. And honestly, I think. Clifford may have been holding them back a tiny bit because they're that LR kid. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback for them. Yeah. But again, that's going to be a first year starter. Penn state's losing their quarterback. You know, um, the, the, the ones that really jump out to me is like Caleb Williams is returning at USC. Uh, but but I still don't trust that defense out there. I'm I'm looking at it from uh, from a natty angle. Georgia is going to be great. We'll see what kind of quarterback play Alabama has, you know, but I mean, they're losing their guys. Bryce Young is be- was the best player in college football the last three years. Oh, yeah. You know, there, there's no question about it. I mean, he made that team go. I, You know, famous last words, is Alabama, you know, still I, – I don't want to say that because Alabama is still Alabama and they're still stupid talented. But, like, right. Georgia, Georgia's competing with them now and, and over the last couple of years has, has kind of overtaken them in that conference. You know, famous right. last words, obviously. Um, but, but at the end of the day, that's, that's the case. Both those teams are losing their quarterback. I think Notre Dame is going to be fantastic getting Sam Hartman. Like that was a major, major get for Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is going to be very good next year. You know, LSU, everyone's going to ride the LSU hype train too. We'll see. You know, I'm not, I'm not completely sold on it to be quite Mm -hmm. honest with you. So I, I think I, to me personally, at the, at the start of the year, I don't think there's two teams I'd put above Michigan yeah. in national championship odds. I, I really don't. I truly believe that, and and we'll see what happens, obviously. But with Harbaugh coming back and, and everything they've got returning, the hype train should absolutely be rolling for this team in 2023. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, and we know that, you know, no matter what, Alabama and Georgia, those those kind of teams, they're, they're gonna, gonna they're gonna be national title contenders. Yeah. There's no question good, about it, yeah. you know. But I it's, don't think I don't think the gap is where it was. Is exactly. kind of my point. Exactly. I don't think that. Obviously, it's so hard to tell. Like we are almost uh, we're we're a year from the next national championship, right. but at this point, it it doesn't feel like there's gonna be an unstoppable force like. 2021 Georgia or even I don't think this year's Georgia was as unstoppable they almost lost to Ohio State a team Michigan beat by 22 points on the road but it it doesn't feel like there's going to be a team like that after 
all of these important teams, like you mentioned, are losing the most important position in football. Hey, I'd like to tell you a little bit about our friends at Manscaped, and he they are doing some big things at Manscaped because guess what? They now sell beard products. That's right. They're revolutionizing men's grooming. They've got the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It's time to tame your mane because guess what? No one likes a weird beard. I, I don't have a great beard. I can't really grow one all that well. I need something good. You got to say goodbye to all that stubble trouble with Manscaped. It's the Pro Beard Kit. It gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard. No more messy drawers full of all those guards and the extra add-ons and everything like that. Face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get your 20 different beard lengths in just one guard manscaped.com get your beard hedger pro kit and we're going to get you 20 percent off and free shipping all you have to do is insert promo code mnb20 that's mnb20 20 percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com so scotty any final thoughts here on, on what we've been talking about real quick? Uh, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it. You know, we mentioned everyone uh, coming back. What does that really say uh, about the culture and about the goals of, of this Michigan football program right now? I mean, I think it speaks levels to how bought in these guys are and really how much they enjoy playing for Michigan. Um, Cause I mean, you know, when you, when you're a kid and, and you're playing a sport and you're that good, you think about playing on Sundays and, and you know, getting to the, getting to the pros. Um, and a lot of these guys had the, they, they had that they could have, they could have gone and gone and played in the NFL and they, they wanted to come back to Michigan. And I think it shows how hungry they really are for a national championship too. Like, like we, ha- we say we have a sour taste in our mouth from the TCU game. Like imagine the players that actually played in that game. Like you can tell these guys, they really feel it's unfinished business and they want to come back and, and finish what they started. And, I think that that really speaks levels to to how Jim Harbaugh is running this team, um, the culture, and and really just how much these guys enjoy playing for Michigan. And also, I, I think it speaks volumes to how good like NIL and these collectives yeah. are for college football at the end of the yeah. day. Because you know, I think I saw Nick Baumgartner uh, talk about it on, on Twitter. There used to be no choice for these guys, right? You're either playing for mm-hmm. free. Or you're, you're going to try and go in the NFL, even if you're not a surefire round one pick, whatever you're going to go and you're going to try and make money. Now it's like you get to stay in school, you get your degree, and you and you're going to you know get what you're worth while there. Right. So I, I think it, I think it's great for the sport. Yeah, I totally agree. This is this is showing how good NIL is. And it makes the sport more fun too. Like we want all of these great players to be in college football for as long as we can, as fans to be able to see that. Um, yeah, so this is, you know, college football is a changing landscape. Um, it's, it's, it's some crazy things are happening. Um, but this, this right here shows that it can be a really good thing for college football and college. But most importantly, the head coach is coming back. Thanks to, uh, Santa Ono delivering his presence, uh, early this year or late. However, uh, you want to (laughs) go ahead and look at it. Well, Scotty, where can we find you on social media, my man? You guys can give me a follow on Twitter at Scotty White underscore S-C-O-T-T-Y for Scotty. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll be sure to have some more football stuff. It always creeps its way in throughout the offseason. And Michigan basketball, we're hoping we can get on the run here, find our way in March Madness, and all the stuff's posted right there on my account. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. 
Also follow the Maze and Brew Twitter page at Maze and Brew. Subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. We love to hear your feedback. For my partner, Scotty White, I'm Luke Giardi, and we'll see you next week on Brewcast.